Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. Uh, you found it. I sure am glad you did. Hey, uh, before we get started, everybody, we are in the middle. Uh, for those who don't know, um, we live down in, uh, I live down in uh, South Florida, and our stu- my studio and everything's down here, a little beach town called Deerfield Beach, and um, we are in the middle of a big thunderstorm right now. So, during the show, if you're like, wow, check out those cool effects, man, the rumbling and the thunder and lightning, that's just awesome. Well, you know, I appreciate it, but I can take no credit. It is just a big storm outside. Um, all should be well, though, knock on wood, and uh, I'm not too concerned about it. It's good for our plants, and it adds a little drama to the show. What can I say? What can I say? But that's what that is. If, if you hear that, you're like, where the hell is he calling from, you know? Uh that's where I'm at. That's what's happening. Hey, I'm very excited, though, to, for today's show because, well, see, there you go. There you go. Um, they're unloading a truckload of potatoes next door. No, no, everybody knows. That's crazy. It's angels bowling. Anyhow, um, I'm very excited about t- for today's show. We uh, This is a fantastic film. We've got some filmmakers on today. Um, who, who They have a film that's dropping tomorrow. Now, if you, like me, are an action action fan, action movie fan, uh, I definitely am, um, you're going to dig this, because it's non-stop action, man, it just, it's it just boom, 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 you can't, I don't think they could put any more action into this film, but I really, really enjoyed it, and uh, today we have on the show, we've got the writer-director, uh, Michael Matteo Rossi, Rossi, and um, the star, uh, the lead actor, Mr. Chris Levine. And if this button would work, we'd get them on. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? How you doing? Good to be on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Fantastic film. It was awesome. Thank you. I Thank you very film. much. I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, now, let me ask, uh, I was looking at your IMDb uh, bios and whatnot, some of my show notes before the show. Chris, you are from, uh, you grew up in, in down here, down in Florida, right? Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a Florida boy. I always tell people the non-racist part of Florida when I when I say that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. The South. It should be its own state. I'm from Orlando down. <laughs> it is so. I'm not from Florida. I moved here about ten years ago and uh, had never been to Florida. And boy, was I surprised. I wound up on the Gulf, Gulf Coast at first, and it wasn't anything like I thought it would be. And uh, Michael, you're an LA guy. L.A. born and raised, yep. L.A. born and raised. Like you here. That's cool. That's cool. That's rare to find in, uh, at least when I was in Southern California, it was, uh, you, you know, you'd meet people at parties or clubs or whatever, and you, you talk to them, and you're like, where are you from? Mm-hmm. I'm from Boston. I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. You know, it was always somewhere. It was never L- Very rare. Um, that's yeah. cool, man. That is cool. Now, Chris, you moved Thank out, you. out in L.A. now, too, right? What was that? Uh, you moved out to L- uh, the West Coast as well? 
Oh, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's funny you say you're coming from Deerfield Beach. Uh, after in high school uh, in Boca Raton, we used to go to Deerfield Beach all the time. So, but yeah, about 10 mm-hmm. years ago in January, um, I moved I moved from uh, Boca Raton to uh, to L.A. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, not a bad move if you're in the biz- movie business, you know. Uh, gotta that's do it. where you got to be. That is where you got to be. We had a couple years ago, the biggest thing here in Deerfield Beach, um, they filmed part of the uh, the movie, oh, it was the Baywatch movie with The Rock and everything. And they were here filming like, I don't know, three days or something. And all it seemed, I didn't go down there, but it was on the news. And I saw that um, it seemed like everybody in Deerfield Beach and Boca <laughs> went down to hang out, which I'm sure... Michael, as a director, you would have just loved that, right? Just thousands oh, of extras. Oh, yeah. There you go. People up. swarming. Love it. Yep. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> can't beat it. Can't beat it. Now, let me ask no, you guys. No, can't beat um, it at all. Let me start with you, Michael. <laughs> yep. When you were growing up, did you know that, you know, the movie business is what you were going to be, you know, that was the plan? Or did you have uh, other plans? No, I mean, from a really early age. Sorry, you're, you're probably hearing that siren. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to L.A. right now. Um, but, no, I, I knew at a very early age that, um, that I wanted to do something kind of film entertainment related. You know, my dad growing up would show me a lot of classic films and, um, you know, from Hitchcock films, 50s, 60s films, film noirs, all of that. And I loved them. And I loved obviously going to the, to the movie theater, you know, with, with my parents and my brother. Mm and all of that. So I knew that I wanted to do something uh, film related. And then it wasn't until kind of high school where I started to really get into screenwriting. And then in college, start to do mm. some short films and kind of never looked back. So I've, I've known that I w- I've wanted to do something film related probably since about nine or 10, to be honest with you. That's awesome. That's awesome. How about you, Chris? Uh, yeah, so I was never in the theater. Um, I, the only movies I really enjoyed were like blockbuster, like Twister and Terminator and, and like mm. things like that, um, and horror movies. And then at the like right before my thirtieth, I um, I just wasn't happy in my in my day job, and Googled how to mm. be an actor and what it took, and uh, you know the rest is history. That's awesome. That's that's very cool because I think, you know, especially these days, you hear about it all the time um, in the the media and whatnot. You know, people are saying, "Oh, it's, everybody's leaving their jobs and doing, you know, doing something crazy what they what they were dreaming about doing." Um, I know a ton of people that have done this over since the pandemic and whatnot, and I think that's cool. I think that's very inspiring. You know, um, if you're not digging, you know. Being an accountant, don't get me wrong, you may be the best accountant in the world, and if that's your jam, well, then, hey, you found your passion, work out. But if if you're not digging what you're doing, take a chance. All you can say is, I tried, <laughs> you know, or you might become a movie star like Chris Levine. How about that? How about <laughs> that? Yeah. Pretty that's cool. Thing, right? Like, it's never to knock on anyone that decides to do the nine to five and provide for their family and do that route. You know, my parents did that and there's nothing wrong with that at all. You know, it's a, it's probably a happier existence to be honest with you. Um, but 
you know, I, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to get old and maybe have kids of my own and tell them to follow their dreams when I never did. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what could happen, ladies and gentlemen, what could happen if you do decide to do this? You know, you're, you're providing for your family or whatever. My advice is don't take a job for the mob uh, and try to get out of it because they won't let you. And, um, you know, you, uh, all sorts of things <laughs> will happen. They, you'll have to hide out in a safe house. They'll send assassin after assassin after you. <laughs> and it's That's just right. a real dread. <laughs> it's just uh, that that took me a second. And that was did. a nice little segue. That was good. <laughs> you played that very straight. <laughs> yeah. That was good. <laughs> well, you know, the other side of that is, is your wife just nag, nag, nags on you. I know, honey. I got to get out of this mafia job. I get it. I get it. Come on. <laughs> this was... I don't want to give too much of this film away, um, but I want everybody to watch it. I'm telling you folks, the, the name of the movie is The Handler. And, of course, the little inside joke there is um, briefly with very broad strokes, I was painting that, uh, of the movie. Um, th- this is a fantastic movie. If you are into action action like I am, I love a good action movie. One of the things, it's like a horror movie. I always ask myself. Yeah, what would I do in this situation? Because, you know, I'm going to beat up a bunch of assassins in my mind, maybe. Um, this was great. It puts you right in it. Puts you right in it. Um, this is fantastic. Let me ask you, Michael, now you wrote and directed this. Is, was it a long process from, like, having the idea, like, conception of the, of the film to where we are now, the day before it dropped? To be honest, no. It went really, really quick. I mean, no joke from even just thinking about the idea to filming it was about a month and a half, maybe two tops. I thought about it basically starting in early. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. It was early June of 2020 that I kind of even thought of this idea. And then we started filming it late July. Um, so it, it was unbelievably fast. Um, I already had basically mm. locked in the, the main location, so that saved a lot of, of, uh, of time. And then I knew, because you've seen the film, the whole story revolves around Riker, revolves around Chris. Chris right. is in it basically 98% of the whole film. Um, so I knew that once I had my my lead actor cast and somebody that I trust that I know is good that's going to rock it, um, the rest is, is going to be actually fairly easy. I mean, again, we, we needed to train, and we trained like crazy, but um, long story short, it went by very, very quick. That's awesome, man, because I'm not in the mm-hmm. film business. Um, I, I paint pictures of people for a living, but the, the thing is, is uh, since doing the show, and we've done a lot of these, um, I, I've gotten to know a brief uh, top layer of the film business. And I know enough to know that's not how movies are supposed to go. It's supposed to be like a couple, right. you know, a, a year or two and, and you know, another yeah. year of editing and then finding distribution. And I mean, you yeah. know, frankly, I'm surprised there's not more bald people in Hollywood because, uh, you know, uh, my hair would fall out. Of right. process. Um, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I love that. Is so cool that that it it moved at that pace. 
And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a nonprofit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rocks here, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, 
www.merch.jamierocks.us. Now, did you know Chris beforehand, or did you go through like a casting uh, agency, or how did that come about? No, I'm getting Chris to yeah, be the main. I've known Chris for about six years now. You know, we've been friends for a while. And Chris had been in a couple of my other films, um, but not as a kind of lead role or, or as prominent role. And, you know, we've, we've followed each other's careers. I'd, I'd kind of come to his his premieres of his films and vice versa. And, you know, we we had especially gotten tight over the last couple of years. And we had been talking about it. And I just, I remember the phone call lasted probably about, 30 minutes where we kind of went through it. And I said, look, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but you know, I want you to, to be the lead. You know, I know that, you know, and, and Chris is always going to tell it to me straight. He's very transparent. He's very blunt. And he said at first, you know, I don't have that much or if any fight experience, um, but you know, so it'll be a different approach to it. But what he did in the month before is, unbelievable and our fight trainer choreographer matt would say the same thing so um i handled all of the casting myself but like i said i knew that after casting the the lead role the casting process would be much easier oh it's fantastic it is fantastic chris you, you knocked it out of the park in this man and uh, all the actors and, and whatnot in this as well. Had Rachel, uh, your wife, uh, Rachel, uh, is played by uh, Rachel Alec, friend of the show here. We, we've been a couple of years, but we had her on. She had, from a movie she had done uh, called Granny's House or something. It's, I can't remember. It's been a couple of years. But um, everybody was fantastic. Uh, Kathy Barrett, um, everybody, everybody. Um, but really, Chris, I mean, so that's crazy. That's crazy. So you get this opportunity um, you know, this deal in front of, put on your desk here, you know, metaphorically speaking. And uh, it's, yeah, action and fighting. You're going to be beating up a lot of people. And some of them, you know, because we the age we live in, it, it's a diverse movie. Um, not only are you beating up men, but some women as well. And um, it's, it's crazy. kicking ass and taking names, man. Does not matter. Don't worry about it. Was, was that that was, had to be overwhelming at first, right? Of course. Uh, Mike says it best. What, what is Riker a... Uh, equal, equal opportunity ass kicker. <laughs> I mean, just, it doesn't matter yeah. what gender, ethnicity, age, what have you, he will kick your ass. Total equal opportunity. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? I love it. Which is true. I love well, it. That's the best way to say it. Yep. But, uh, no, it's, it's, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, when he... When he approached me with it, you know, from the beginning, I told him that I wouldn't, as much as Mike loved these 80, 90s uh, action flicks with these invincible heroes, and I think that's what he wanted originally, I told him, I, I can't be that guy, you know. I said, honestly, like, mm. I have really no martial arts experience whatsoever, so we're going to have to train really hard, and I'm going to only be able to probably come across as a relatable John McClane instead of, like, the invincible... Arnold or Rambo or anything like that, uh, at least for the first one, right? Like, you know, sequel potential, we can always go crazier, right? And become more of a, of a superhero in that sense. But, uh, and then Mike, Mike dug the idea and we, we started training and, you know, I just, 
anything that I get into role-wise, I totally become a chameleon, and literally I became uh, an ex-Marine that was fighting for his life every time I trained even. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. And and don't let him not sell it, folks, because I tell you, and I don't want to give anything away, but I will say this, and I know both Mike, uh, Michael and Chris will uh, will know exactly what I'm talking about. The the fight scene with the arm, oh baby, um, <laughs> that hurts just thinking about it. Oh my God! Oh, that's oh, that poor man. Yes, yes, took me a second with that Whoa. one too, but yeah. Yes, our Samoan, big Samoan, yo. Oh. That was a good one. Well, yeah, he ain't going to be slapping it in any uh, movies. I'm telling you. I was like, yeah. maybe cringing uh, my seat. People were cracking up at that scene. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Well, this is very, very cool. Now, this, of course, um, is being distributed by uh, 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 Uncorked Entertainment. Uh, fantastic. And for those people... Who not who aren't in the movie business and don't know some of my listeners? Um, you know, I'm sure they're out there. What we're talking about? Whenever you watch a movie and you see like before the movie starts, there's like a cool like little I don't know logo flipping around or something. That's usually uh, well, it's the people who made the film, but it's usually also usually the uh, the distributor, and those are the people that are getting the movie out. So they're a big reason how you're seeing it. Um, you know, unless you're cool like me and get sent to you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they're fantastic. If you flip through any of the major uh, streaming services right now and, and watch anything, uh, you'll see Uncorked with the, uh, you know, the wine coming down, or is it blood? We don't know. Um, it's, it's very cool. How was uh, working with them, and um, had you worked with them before, Michael? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I gotta say, I gotta gotta give that nod to Chris. Um, Chris has more of the story about kind of getting yeah. in contact with. Them. Yeah, and I have, I have. Um, well, you know, through through this whole process, Chris, Chris has been like my right hand man with this. I mean, it's not just, um, nice. you know, he's he's believed in this film so much, as much as me, maybe even more. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> no, we, but we know we both do. And, <laughs> I mean, with. With any update that happens, it's like I give a phone call to Chris or vice versa, you know, we're, we're just in sync that way. But, uh, Chris, you want to kind of tell the story about how you got in touch with them? And- yeah, for sure. Uh, I ended up in Cannes, uh, the Cannes Film Festival this year. Mm-hmm. And because of the pandemic, it was probably one of their slowest years. And as it so happened, I was out there and I, like, didn't really have much to do. So... I randomly came across um, uh, the owner, Keith, and his business partner, Mike, from Dark Star Pictures, uh, and we grabbed a beer. I, was one, I guess I was one of the few Americans that actually went to Cannes, and because of that, it allowed me to meet with them on a very nonchalant, easygoing level. You know, we had a few beers. I showed them a, a clip from the movie, and from there, we just created that relationship, and within a week, they contacted Mike and I and said, hey, we like to sign the film and, you know, think about it if you want, but this is our plan for it. We'd like to get it out this year too, like by the end of the year. And Mike and I both know dealing with past distributors that, you know, it, it's, it's hard. It's hard when you don't have pre-sales oh, yeah. where they give you money before they even take the film. So it's a crapshoot. And, 
But without even really researching on court, just based on communication, Mike and I felt pretty good with them. And then come to find out that we have a lot of fellow filmmakers that have worked with them in the past and nothing but great things to say. And, you know, Mike and I can vouch that communication has been amazing. It's been trustworthy. They, you know, our PR is working out really well for us. And It's been the smoothest process I've ever dealt with with a distributor so far. And I've had about four, four, five films, you know, with with distribution, everything, Mm -hmm. you know, relatively experiences to some that are absolutely awful experiences. And to be honest, they, Mm -hmm. they have been the smoothest. They have gotten this film out there the quickest compared to any other thing. So, God, if any other distributors could just be like this one, it would make us indie <laughs> filmmakers a lot uh, easier. Yeah. Make our life, make, make that hair stay on our head. That's for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know that's interesting, Chris, because I went to my first film festival. I don't know, in like 2005. I was living out in San Diego, and I moved out there after I got out of college. Uh, I went to school in Boston, so I wanted the exact opposite of Boston. You know, I'm completely sick yeah. of snow. So I moved to San Diego. And I wound up um, uh, meeting some people like you did, uh, you know, and uh, they were putting on this film festival. And they, they said, hey, can you do some paintings for some of the people that we're, we're having there? And I'm, I'm like, sure, you know. So I wound up going to the film festival. I'd never been to a film festival before. But it became very quickly uh, apparent to me, very quick, uh, 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 very apparently quickly. I don't even know what I'm saying. It became very clear to me very, very quickly that um, – uh, you know, the, 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 these were movers and shakers at this thing, you know, the people, and it didn't really matter uh, what business, I told everybody, when I, after this was done, I knew people in bands and stuff, and I'm like, hey, man, I've never seen a movie with no music in it, you need to, when a film festival comes to town, print up some business cards and get down there, start meeting people, you know, go to the parties and stuff, uh, because it, yeah. it's, it's, never know where it will lead. I got to say, I got more business out of that um, than, you know, and I'm painting paintings, man. I'm not doing cool things like making movies, you know. Film festival is great. And the Cannes Film Festival, for those who don't know, get out from under that rock you're living in, is like the top. That's the premiere. That is, you know, it and Sundance. If you're going to be hanging out someplace, that's the place to be hanging out at. That's pretty awesome, you know. Oh, look, there goes Quentin Tarantino. You know, I mean, it's amazing. And look what happened. That's a great story. That is a great story. Yeah, it really was like that. That's cool. That is so cool. Hey, let me ask you, you guys, it's dropping tomorrow. Now, it's going to be on digital, and uh, the DVD is going to be out, um, on demand, all Mm -hmm. that, tomorrow, December 7th. So that's when everybody can see this film. Um, are you guys, I know it's weird, you know, with the world, how it is and everything. Are you guys doing like a little uh, premiere or have you already done that with, with uh, the cast and everybody? Well, we had, um, we actually had our, our quote unquote, like theatrical film festival premiere at the Chinese theater for uh, for a festival. Nice. And that was in early, yeah, yeah that was in early October. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, wow. it was awesome. We had, we had. Yeah, we we had a good turnout with that. That was really fun. You know, after the film, we we took a kind of Q and A. I was able to bring on some of the 
the actors and everything like that. Took a lot of pictures. And from that festival, we won Best um, Editing, uh, which was cool. Nice. So, you know, we had that. I know Chris is doing some sort of watch party mm-hmm. yeah. that I might join yeah. and, and all that. Right. Yeah. But, but you know, I mean, we're definitely the power of social media. Most of the people obviously involved in this film and a lot of friends, colleagues, fans, I've been plugging this on all my social media, um, and I'm going to continue to do so so that everybody knows. Well, yeah. Texting people, to do, doing all that, because I do believe in this film a lot. And, and uh, yeah. Well, as you should. As you should. That's awesome. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition, or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. 
uh, The Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Chris, tell us about the watch party. It's going to be over on Facebook or Instagram or something? Yeah, i got to figure out. Like, So I think what I'll do is if anybody wants – if anybody's going to rent or buy it tomorrow, hold off on watching it. I'm mm. going to play it on, like, my computer. I'll have Facebook Live open uh, so we can kind of watch it at the oh, same cool. time and you can ask questions while we're watching it. And if I can do it with my phone as well, I'll probably go on Instagram Live at the same time um, and try to manage nice. both if I can. Uh, we'll see if I got if I can do it. But you know, if somebody wants to, or you can just stop in and say hi and say congrats. That's perfectly fine. You don't have to stay all eighty minutes with me. Uh, and then you know, fellow cast members can 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 join and we can chat about our scenes together as they happen. That'd be fun. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, folks, on our show page we have links, and these links, as everyone knows who listens to the show, or I don't know, maybe you're new and you don't know. But um, we convert the shows um, when we're done to a podcast. We blast those out everywhere, and you know we're on we're on everything. So if you're in the future, listen to this on Spotify or Pandora or something. Hey, hello from the past. You see those links? Those links follow the, the podcast, and they stay after. So you click on them, you can get right to where you wherever you want to be, um, wherever they lead. And we have a link up to the IMDb page um, of the handler, and we also have a link up to the Instagram page uh, of the handler. And we ran out of room because I had all these. Now, this is a little confusing, but bear with me, folks. If you go to my website or you just go to um, poprocksradio.com, and it's right at the top of the page there, um, the show page for this episode, um, there's links to uh, Michael and Chris Levine's social media as well, Facebook, Instagram, all that. And you can get to there. I always tell people, if you like something, you see an indie film you like, uh, you hear a cool band you dig, a DJ, anything, whatever, uh, you know, you get the best biscuits in town at a baker or something, you just really love them, um, like and share their social media, it really helps with the uh, the algorithms, those big evil algorithms we all hear about, they're very important, and um, chances are, you're, if you dig something, your friends are going to dig it, because, you know, your friends, you have common interests and stuff, and it helps get the word out. I would add with film, whenever you watch a film, this, oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no. I, I was just, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to piggyback on that, that I appreciate you saying that because it's very true. I mean, think about even with, with Yelp reviews, you go to a restaurant, all that, or most people will go and post stuff when they're either complaining about it or they don't like something, all that. But very few will mm. actually try to put something when they like it. They'll either watch it and then they move on from it and they enjoyed it. But it's important for people who enjoy it to, you're right, like it, do all of that stuff too. That's as important. It helps indie Help filmmakers. Help get the word out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would also add with film in particular, when you watch it, like this drops tomorrow. Say you're watching this, you know, on demand or whatever. Uh, wherever you're watching the movie. You're watching the movie on Amazon, whatever. 
um, they all have a place where you can leave a comment. And you don't have to put a, a doctoral thesis down, folks. Just a couple sentences, you know. Hey, I dug this, um, you know. Uh, no, I think Chris Levine is real dreamy. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But leave <laughs> comments on those because everybody yeah. um, who reads those, you know, people do. And, and Michael's right, man. How many times? Now, I'm not gonna. I don't want to get emails about being misogynistic, but I just know from my own experience. How many times have I said, "Hey, look, there's a cool new restaurant. Let's check that out." And my wife's like, "Hold on." I'm like, "What are you doing?" Checking the Yelp reviews, checking the Yelp reviews. You know, I'm like, well, why don't we go in and decide for ourselves? She's like, yeah, but let's see what everybody else is saying. For You know, that's how the world is, and especially yeah. if you're in our house. So very important. Leave those reviews if you if you dig something, you know. Yeah. I want to try do Brazilian Steakhouse. Please leave a good review so I can get my right. Yeah. Right. And I think also you got to look at the idea oh. that – you know, there's a lot of people that are involved in making even an indie film like this. Um, mm-hmm. And by by renting it for three bucks or by sharing it on social media, you know, you're you're helping put food on the table yeah. for a lot of people, a lot of artists that have sacrificed their lives for the last 10, 20 years to, like, try to live that dream. And I think that if you're just anybody who at least respects the idea of someone trying to live their dream in this small existence that we call life, uh, then then you know don't don't be afraid to spend a couple bucks and support some artists, and hopefully you enjoy some ass kicking too. Yes. Not I'm going to kick your ass. Absolutely. No, it's very true. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. No. I'm not going to come over and kick ass. Personally. Well, you could see it. And, and this is one other thing. I think out of all of the films that I've done so far in my career, this one, kick back, grab some popcorn, just enjoy it. Enjoy it. This is my, my homage. This is my send-off to, to, again, some of those 80s, 90s action films, but still rooted in that kind of everyman. You know, it's a John McClane thrown into this crazy situation, and how does he deal with it? This film is just meant to be entertaining, too. You know, there's not, I don't think there's anything overly pretentious about it. I just think, like, just enjoy it. This is, this is, it's film is an entertainment medium. Just enjoy the film. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is enjoyable. I'm telling you, it's, it's one of those films, this is going to be one of those films, there are certain films that, that I just, you know, Especially when my wife goes out of town for like, you know, go visit her girlfriends or something for the weekend. I'm like, okay, Guns and Navarone's coming on. I'm going to watch Patton this week, you know, because this is going to be right up. I'm going to watch The Handler twice this weekend, me and my dog. And um, we're going to dig it. It's going to be awesome. Um, Well, very, very cool. And you guys are right out before the holidays, too, you know. How about that? Um, I like that. Good timing. Good timing. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Now, um, well, that's awesome. That is awesome. Now, I have to ask you both, and I know how Hollywood people can be. Um, I get the business. You, you sometimes can't talk about upcoming projects uh, before T's are crossed, I's are dotted, and all that, you know, uh, or you at least have a lunch with everybody wearing sunglasses. Um, I'm, I'm kidding you. Uh, but I do that is a must, though. Um, are the gears turning? Yeah. 
That's right. That's how the deals get made, you know. We're on the golf course, and Chris, don't you know? I saw yeah. your your Instagram page. I saw at least one picture of you playing golf on there. Um, oh yeah, I golf. Are the gears turning? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, He's from Florida, oh, of course. He golf. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I just finished a couple weeks ago the sweepers. Kind of another thriller action film. Not as nonstop action as The Handler, but there's still action in it. Chris had a part in that as well. Um, so that's actually getting edited uh, as we speak. Probably should have a picture lock cut by the spring, something like that. Uh, oh, wow. So that's kind of exciting. And and just now, now my mission is just, again, the handler plugging it, doing all of that because I think That's it does right. have the potential to lead to more. And who knows, maybe there is a sequel there. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. If there's if there's any millionaire producers listening, um I'll just say this. Uh this this if this was a horse, I'd bet on it. So uh, you know, have Thank one of those fun glass lunches with uh Michael and Chris. Uh, <laughs> this could lead to a new infinity pool. That's what I'm saying. This is good. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Chris, you know, speaking of your Instagram, um, you did a vampire movie. Uh, was that the one before this one? Actually, it was a it was a play. Um, I oh, okay. I get in these weird every couple of years where I'm like I have to re-verify that I'm actually an actor. You know what I mean? And uh, so I get this bug to do something strenuous and difficult uh, at a black box theater. And uh, I did Ted Bundy three years ago. And then the one you just saw was this vampire play I wrote and and starred in with uh, Madison Bullock. And, uh, yeah, we got some great reviews for it. Like, it's one of those things that, like, it's – I might have to carry it on till ne- like next year as well during the Halloween season because those who got to enjoy it, uh, I think it was it was some of my best work. It was a very grounded, scary vampire, realistic kind of thing, right? Like, and you're stuck in this black box theater, the door shuts, and you're kind of trapped in this castle with me as this scary, great makeup vampire. Uh, so it's one of those things that's not only for myself uh, to re-verify that I guess I can be an actor, and uh, but also it's, it's fun during Halloween to get into the spirit and, and you know conjure some stuff to some people. That's fantastic. Well, I got to tell you, there's one picture I saw. Uh, well, there was a bunch of them. They, it looked fantastic, but there was one with a big gouge out of your neck. I'm like, man, that looks real. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not good. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm telling you. Fantastic. Well, folks, it's The Handler. It's out tomorrow. I will be reminding everybody on all of my social media. Um, and, again, we're going to convert this to a podcast. We're going to blast it out everywhere. Um, we are on all the social media. We're also um, on every podcasting platform that I know of um, and about 430 of them that I don't know of. Uh yeah, we're over on, we're on over 450 um, podcasting. I didn't even know there were that many, but we're on them all. Uh, so if you're listening to the show, hello from the past. Um, do me a favor, uh, you know, leave a review or whatnot. 
And uh, but more importantly, just hit the share button and let your friends know about this fantastic film, The Handler. I'm telling you, I really enjoyed it. I think you will too. Michael, Chris, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on the show. I really appreciate it, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. This is great. I really appreciate it, too. Yeah, thanks for having us. We appreciate it, for real. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to have you back on the show again. Keep making those awesome movies, man. You guys are real, real good at this, you know? Seriously. Um, Thank you. Definitely going to try to. More people watch this film, it can happen. Riker will live on. Yes. Pop Rocks Radio. There you go. There you go, Al. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. I really appreciate you listening and whatnot. Also, remember, it's the season. Check out our um, our uh, sponsors, our advertisers and whatnot. Use their code. They all have a code where you can get, uh, you know, save a couple bucks and whatnot on, you know, whatever they're selling. And um, take that saving. Take that saving. And just hide it away for a rainy No, no, not at all. Go over to your favorite um, DVD store, your favorite on-demand um, and digital, uh, uh, you know, uh, movie provider there, and uh, check out the handler. Check out the handler. And hey, here's a cool idea. Also, you know, on all these uh, on-demand places, all you got to do is put in an email. And so what that means is you can pick this up for a couple bucks or whatever. And then if you forget to get somebody a holiday gift or whatever, as long as you got their email, there you go. You don't even have to wrap it. They'll just send it over to them. How about that? How about that? Um, and believe me, we all have somebody on the list that's going to dig the handler, if it's not you. Uh, very, very cool. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. We will be back on Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, so we will see you then. Have a good one, and thanks again to Michael Matteo Rossi and Mr. Chris Levine. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Hanna Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, the Harry Hicks from Sverige. Ocnilis Matil Pop Rocks Radio made Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.